All right, welcome everyone to today's podcast. Today, we're talking about how do you get yourself motivated to lose weight, right? This is the whole story because your motivation is the engine that drives the whole process forward. And so the more motivated you can get, the easier the rest of the process is. And so there's two key ways to motivate yourself to lose weight. There is strategically using pain and pleasure. And so pain and pleasure are at the core of everything that motivates us. We want to, our brain, our body, our nervous system are wired to avoid pain and to gain pleasure, right? So we know that, but typically when people want to lose weight, what they're really doing is trying to just use pain. They feel bad about how they look, how they feel, and they use that pain to try and force themselves to start taking action. So what you want to do is you want to be more strategic with how you're using the pain and the pleasure. And so I'm going to kind of take you through a real simple process to help you do this. So the first thing I want to do is focus on the pain and recognizing that, again, pain is good for making a decision, but pleasure is good for carrying it out. So you need the pleasure to kind of pull you towards the goal and you need the pain of the situation to kind of push you away from it. All right. And this is what we call a propulsion system, right? So we got the pain pushing you and the pleasure pulling you. And that's the ideal setup you want to have. So we start with the pain, right? And you look now at the situation that you're in, in terms of your weight and you reflect on it. Now, again, right off the bat, no one wants to feel pain, you know, ever. So to, to the idea of like feeling pain is, is not that appealing, but if you really want to motivate yourself to change your weight, you need to identify the core pains that come from the weight. So how do you do that? Well, we start with whatever you think the most painful part of being overweight is. And so you want to recognize that. And we want to break it into three key categories. The physical pain, right? So how's it affecting you physically? How are your knees? How are your hips? How's your blood work, right? Are you pre-diabetic? Um, what is the physical consequences that you're currently experiencing and will potentially experience in the future if you don't take control of your weight? If you stay on the same path, where are you going to be physically um, with the pain? What is the pain of this weight? And take a bit of time. Like I'm kind of running you through this, but it would be you do be well served to take a little bit of time and really kind of go through this in a meaningful way to get to the real things that are affecting you. The next pain you want to recognize is the mental pain, right? And so mental and emotional, we're going to emotional in a second. Mental pain is what the weight is, how it's affecting your mentality in terms of the way of how you think about yourself, your self-image. And so you want to start to think, how often am I thinking about this weight? How often am I thinking about losing weight? How am I talking to myself about the weight, right? Are you beating yourself up about it? Are you constantly thinking about it? Because that's a mental cost and you want to recognize it. Again, we're looking to stack up the deck with how much pain you're currently experiencing from this weight, getting clear on it. Because most likely we have a chronic sense of the pain. You know it's there, but we want to sharpen it up. And so what is the mental part of it? How often are you thinking about your weight and losing weight? How does it affect your self-esteem, your self-image, and how you think about yourself, your identity? And then we go to the emotional piece. What are the emotions that you're experiencing day in and day out habitually because of this weight? Right? What emotions do you experience when you overeat and then you feel let down, discouraged, scared, pissed off, depressed, right? What emotions are you experiencing regularly directly because of the weight? You got to identify these, right? Because this isn't a problem. I just want to lose some weight, right? That, that's so superficial and there's not a lot of meaning to it. So you have to give this whole process more meaning. And it starts right from the motivation phase of identifying all the pain and the cost that this weight is creating for you in your life. Okay. And the more time you spend thinking about that, identifying it and connecting to those, the more motivated you're going to be. Now, the other side is the pleasure, right? And so it's the same thing. Physically, how would it feel to be at your goal weight? What is your goal weight? All right. Now, if you were there, if you achieve that goal weight, what would be the pleasure of living at that goal weight physically, right? How would it feel physically to be at that goal weight? Would your knees feel better? Would you have more energy? Um, would your health numbers improve, right? Would you become not pre-diabetic? Would you move off the path towards diabetes? Um, would you have more stamina? You know, would you look younger? Would you look better? 
Um, Then we go to the mindset piece, the mental piece. How would it feel if you were able to influence your weight and control it? Right? How would that feel to be that person, to identify as a person who is in control of their weight, who is healthy, who is happy about their body and who they were? Right? Now, I know this is a little bit harder because it takes a little bit of thought you know, to connect to that. How would that feel to be that version of yourself? Right? And then we go to the emotions. What would the emotions be of being that person that you wanted to be? What emotions would you feel day in and day out, week in and week out, at your goal weight as a person who is in control of their weight? Right? What emotions would you experience? Would it be happiness, success, encouragement, um, confidence, feeling attractive, feeling successful? Right? These are the things you want to do and you identify because this becomes the way you define the process. Because what most people are doing is they say, I just want to weigh this. I just want to lose X amount of pounds. You know, and there's no meaning there. You need to realize the deeper emotional, mental and physical consequences, pains and pleasures that are at stake here. You know, and again, we always learn through contrast. So recognizing the pains that you're experiencing because of this weight in a robust, acute way where you can really feel it and then recognizing what is possible for you pleasure wise. Again, that that the, the, the two areas of it, the two con- contrasting points <clears throat> is what brings you to really start to unlock a whole nother level of motivation. And again, this isn't something you just hear and do. This is something you have to reflect on. Let yourself think about this for a, a little bit because this is the beginning process of reframing this entire weight loss process because I promise you, you are minimizing it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Even if you think about your weight all the time, it's not until you truly, truly reflect on and connect to the actual pains and costs of this weight now and potentially in the future and the potential pleasures that await you if you make this an absolute necessity for you to master, an area you absolutely have to fix, right? That's the secret. So again, this is the first step to giving this process more meaning. And when you give it more meaning, the whole process becomes a lot easier, all right? So I see what what some of you wrote here is, um, yeah, tighter abs, great. Oh, you're, yeah, your spouse on board. I'm going to get to that. I crushed it at work today. Nice job. Pride, pride. Yeah, cool. Right. And that's fine. Again, there's no right or wrong here. I want to make that clear too. Whatever stuff you come up with, you know what I mean? That's for you. You know, you, you hold on to that, but you identify that because that's the thing that's really motivating to you. You see, so often this, this is the mindset work. This is that deeper work of really getting in touch with what's really going to propel you forward. And most people don't do this. They just assume, oh yeah, of course I want to lose weight. No, of course you don't want to lose weight. If you haven't been losing weight, you don't want to lose weight because you weigh what you want. Understand that. You always weigh what you want. But I always worry about what I didn't do. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, these are good, 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 good. Giving cult video vibes here. <laughs> is it because my, my, cult, my cult sweatshirt, right? I put my hood on. Oh, that's funny. Uh, meal prep helps me. Yeah, right? Meal prep's good. Meal prep's important, you know, for sure. You got to be prepared. I always say that the thing people screw up the most with their eating better is the logistics. You know, you want to eat better, but you don't have the stuff ready to go. You know, and this, that's the whole problem. You know, people aren't really prepared. Um, you know, if you really want to change your weight, you got to make it a lifestyle. It's a, it's a bigger process than most people approach it as. Um, you know one one person asked uh, again what what do you do to get a spouse on board uh, um, with eating healthy my experience with that has been that you're not going to get them on board you know it's hard enough to for you to change your behaviors you know what i mean you're not going to convince someone else about it and so i would suggest more that you put yourself on a parallel path with them i mean you're you're with them and you're around them um, but you're going to have to make a decision to do your own thing to some degree you're not going to change two people at the same time. You're going to have a hard enough time changing yourself. So that might not be the answer you want to hear, but um, that's usually what I've seen work the best because trying to get other people to do it almost never works, you know? So, um, yeah, you just got to focus all, all on yourself. You know what I mean? And uh, I will say, you know, and I, on top of that, you know, this is crazy, but, but sometimes like when you're losing weight, you have to take the extra responsibility on to kind of like cuddle the people around you too. 
because ironically, like when you start taking your health seriously and you start being healthier, making healthier choices, a lot of times like you expect people around you are going to support you, you know, on, um, on your journey. But uh, that's not always the case. And it's rarely the case, to be honest, because a lot of times as soon as you start acting healthy, people get defensive, you know, because every time you start acting healthy, it's like you're holding up a mirror to them. And so a lot of times when you start making healthier choices, people get kind of defensive and kind of weird about it. And it might seem like that's counterintuitive, like that's not how it should be. That's usually how it is, though. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it won't be that way for you, but that's kind of what I've seen with a lot of my clients. And so, again, I just look to avoid that whole process right from the beginning, um, you know, and recognize you're not going to get the support you probably think when you're losing weight. Um, and you should go into it that way anyways, because it's no one's job to motivate you to lose weight and support you. Um, and even if you're in a relationship and they're eating like shit and they're bringing pizzas around and all the rest of it, you got to just deal with it. Tough shit. I, I, what do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these are the situations, you know, if they're going to be like that, great. Then then you you don't eat the food when they bring it around. My mom's like this. I'll love her to pieces, you know, but I go over there like tonight. I just, I just got back from dinner. She made, um she made pasta Alfredo. I, I need Alfredo sauce. No, thank you. I, I don't even want Alfredo. Never mind my weight. I don't want to have stomach issues for the next two days. <laughs> she knows I don't eat that shit. It's so whatever. So it's like, here I am eating over for dinner. I'm eating a spoonful and I'm done, you know? So it's like you have, and then that sends a message. You know what I mean? She probably now will not make that. But again, like along the way of like when I was first, you know, <laughs> transitioning, I like that languaging too, because to go from an overweight person to a thin person is literally like, it's a transition, an inside out transition. Don't think you're just going to start a diet and be a thin person because you're not I'm here to tell you. Um, it's a long-term transition from the inside out. And um, a big part of that is people around you that will you know, listen, it's, it's a parlor game to some degree. Like people just want to bust your balls and, and get you off track just to prove I knew you weren't going to stick with it. Because you know? let's be honest, when you hear someone say, oh, I'm going to go on a diet and lose weight, do you ever believe them? Do you ever believe them for a second that it's going to work? You don't. You don't believe you're ever going to do it either. That's a whole other story. That's, that's a diet thing. But um, so, so when you do it, don't expect anyone helping you out. Don't expect anyone supporting you. Set yourself up for that. If someone supports you, cool, right? But if they don't support you, then it just becomes, take it as a challenge. I'm going to go in here and I'm intentionally not going to eat that shit and I'm going to show them, you know? And and that's the way I framed it and that's why I suggest you frame it. Someone said, I had plans to eat a salad for dinner, but he talked me into a fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, family's such an influence and it is. It is, right? So, um, but, but you know, I would look at that, oh, because that's, see, that, that's a common thing though. They go, and again, it, it seems on the surface, it's like, oh, well, this person you know, talk me into it. But, um, it, and sometimes that's true, but then you got to go back in your mind and you have to kind of figure out what could I have done instead? You know? So my whole path to mastering my weight was littered with bad choices and mistakes, you know, which again, when I say this stuff, it's like out of left field for you because you've got a diet mindset and you're like, well, I'm going to start my plan Monday. I'm going to be perfect till I reach my goal weight. No, you're not. And so you have to learn how to learn from your mistakes, which no one ever does with weight loss because they're all or nothing. Right. So they're all for a week and then they're off for three months. And they're all for a week off for three months. And, um, you know, so they never learn from this stuff, but yeah, you got to figure that out. We all got our challenges, you know, um, just got to deal with them. I lost four pounds last week. Nice job. Indian food is all greasy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. We cook all Indian food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then you eat less of it. You know what I mean? Like, and you eat some other stuff as well, you know? Um, I love Indian food so much, but I eat it, you eat it sparingly, you know, and then that's the secret, you know, never before found hypnosis to work for me, but listen to one of your hypnosis and it's working. Well, that's great. Yeah. Super. Um, you know, here's the thing with hypnosis that I always say to people, oh yeah, gee, forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You modify. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah, you have to, you have to is, uh, what was I going to say? Let me think, trigger myself. Oh, the hypnosis. The key thing to remember with hypnosis is the big mistake people make is they think of hypnosis as the state of hypnosis, like being in a trance, you know, some magical thing happening. But you need to recognize this as the process of influencing your subconscious mind because you're hypnotized all the time. So the hypnosis is always working on you. Every single person on the planet is constantly in states of hypnosis, right? So literally every time you watch a TV show or a movie, you're in a state of hypnosis, you're there and you're watching it passively and you're imagining in your mind 
that you're in the scenario you're watching and you're having an experience, you're having an actual physiological experience based on what you're watching. And so hypnosis is happening all the time. And so the process that I teach people and program yourself then is how do you program your subconscious mind? How do you influence your subconscious mind? Because it's being influenced all the time. Every commercial you see is a hypnosis session. So do not think that hypnosis is not working. Hypnosis works. It's just that you, you think you're going to listen to one hypnosis. And I'm glad my sessions helped out. My sessions are great. But even my sessions, if you just listen to a session, it's not going to change you. You're constantly being hypnotized by everything, you know, especially like commercials, culture, people around you, um, the food, the advertisements, all that bullshit. It's constantly putting us into trances and, and programming our subconscious mind. So you have got to, you know, learn that process, I believe. I don't know how else you would ever change your weight intentionally without understanding how to program your subconscious mind. But, you know, that's um, that's what makes what I do a lot different than pretty much everything out there. Because I'm not even, like in my program, there's hypnosis, um, there's hypnosis sessions that are a supplement to the program. You know, the, the core of the program is the program yourself then technique, which is you programming your own subconscious mind every day. It's a minute technique, but it's you programming your own subconscious mind because you need to program your subconscious mind specific to your situation. So again, listening to my sessions is great, but what happens is it's not specific enough to your actual situation. You need to program yourself based on your environment, like someone has said here, right? The, the partner brings the chicken sandwich, right? So you literally need to program yourself to eat the salad when there's a chicken sandwich option in front of you. Do, do you see what I mean? So you literally need to be able to program yourself based on the actual environment you're in. Now, once you can do that, it's everything changes because right now your biggest problem with weight loss is you can't control your behavior. You want to eat better. You want to eat the salad, but then you went and ate the chicken sandwich and you don't even know why. And you have no you have no ability to change it other than sometimes when you're really motivated and fired up, you'll say no to the chicken sandwich and you'll eat the salad and that'll last a day or two or whatever. And then you go, oh, okay, I'll have the chicken sandwich, you know, and you have no sense of why that is. I'll tell you why you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind, and it is your subconscious mind that's running the show. It runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And so when you try and lose weight on a diet, you're using your conscious mind, which is where your willpower is. The part of your mind that knows why you should lose weight, wants to lose weight, tries to get you to do it through willpower to fight against your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind's infinitely more powerful. And so that works for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, maybe. And then you ultimately end up going back to what you always do because that's your subconscious programming. You never changed it. And until you learn how to change your programming, your subconscious programming, I don't know how you would ever change your weight, honestly. Long term, anyone can stop eating shit for a couple of weeks and lose some weight. You know, people do it all the time, but then they put the weight back on and there's a lot of subconscious. It's all subconscious reasons why that happens, you know? So, you know, I get out here just to tell you this shit because you're spinning your wheels. You know, that's the problem. And you're like, well, man, I tried everything. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. Well, no, that's bullshit because you never tried programming your subconscious mind effectively. I know you didn't. I know you keep trying to do diets. You know, and the diet, all the diets look different. Oh, I'm eating cabbage. I'm eating soup. I'm not eating for 13 hours a day. I'm only eating you know, protein. I stop eating carbs. And it's like, you think it's all different, but it's always the same because it's always you consciously trying to fight against your subconscious mind and force yourself to eat a different way. And um, it don't last long, does it? <laughs> you know, love the bald head. Have you ever tried a deal dough pizza? I don't know what a deal dough pizza is, no. But I'm glad you like the head. Um... So what's a deal dough pizza? Is that like a good pizza? Is that like a brand? Um, so yeah, so if you ever want to change your, your, your weight, again, it's, it's a mindset game, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, God damn. It, it's like, what do you spend? How long y'all spend trying to lose weight, right? I mean, we're surrounded by everyone failing to lose weight, and yet we just keep doing the same dumb shit they're doing, right? It's like you're in a, talk about hypnosis, it's like you're in a trance, right? You just keep spinning your wheels doing the same dumb shit, and you and, you think it's going to work this time. <laughs> you know? It's like, what? You know what I mean? Like, like how many more people does it take to fail? Or how many more times does it take for you to fail with a diet until you realize, oh, this isn't working. You know? Of course, the problem is you can't even separate weight loss from dieting at this point. You know what I mean? It's one and the same to you because you've been hypnotized, programmed to think about weight loss in terms of a dieter. And that is your biggest problem. Why you can't lose weight. And um, until you 
deal with that problem and deal with the subconscious program, you're going to continue to spin your wheels and never get the results you want. Um, even to the point, yeah, you can pray, pray all you want. <laughs> praying, praying doesn't reprogram you. You know what I mean? It's, it's a hoping. Oh, just hope. I, and that's what everyone's doing. To be honest, everyone's praying, right? All of you are just like, oh, I hope I wake up tomorrow motivated. I hope I wake up tomorrow and I start eating well. Oh shit, this week's blown. I hope Monday, Monday I'm going to do it. Monday I'm going to wake up and I'm going to start eating, eating well, you know? No, you're not because nothing's going to be different. You know what I mean? It's going to be the same process um, once again, you know? So you've got to see it as that though. You know, and that's why I get on here and say this shit to you so that you can see it with fresh eyes. The holy shit, I keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result and it's not working. Are you online every day? What time? I'm on every day. I have been on every day. Um, what time? I don't know. Usually I'm on during the afternoon, but tonight I came on, I came on later. I remembered another live you mentioned thinking like a thin person, not as a dieter. Yeah. 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 I just did a training yesterday with that actually. So that, that, <laughs> that live might've been yesterday and I just put it up. We view eating healthy as a thin person. This was helpful. Yeah, of course. Because why? Th think about this for a second, folks. All right. So it's like, you always are thinking like a dieter. You're thinking like an overweight person who wants to lose weight who tries to lose weight. Now, by the way, the word try implies failure in it. If I told you I tried to close the door, is it open or closed? Yeah. So like, I'm going to try and lose weight. I'm going to try and lose weight. Yeah, you keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've had 20 years of trying to lose weight. It hasn't worked. And you're going to another 20 years, potentially, if you keep doing the same dumb shit, trying to lose weight. And so why does thinking like a thin person help? Because it transforms your identity. It's a mindset technique. You're shifting how you think of yourself which is what you need to do to lose weight, which you never do. You keep thinking you're gonna be the same person who's just magically gonna start eating different. It's, it's weird when you put it in a different context, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense when I say it like this, but it's, um, it's true though, right? It, like what I'm saying, all of it's true. You just never think of it this way. And um, you know, that's why, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, it's true, right? <laughs> Yeah. So again, I'm not, I know, like I'm not here to bust everyone's chops here. I'm just trying to like, you know, make some sense out of what you're experiencing. Cause that's the worst part of the whole process for you all. Cause I know, I know, like, I mean, I don't know who's watching this. It might be dumb. I don't know, but I know that people in my program are super smart. The people in my program are, are successful professionally, typically, and they're smart, very, very smart. There are a lot of overthinkers. They're identify as perfectionists and yet they struggle with the weight loss piece, you know? And so a lot of times I get people, the people that resonate with what I'm saying, it's like, they're so frustrating because they're like, I don't understand. I'm successful in all these other areas of my life with the same approach, the same mindset. But when it comes to weight loss, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, hands up in the air. I don't, don't know what to do, you know? And you just feel stuck to the point where you can't even get yourself and that's what happens, you know, you, you struggle with the diets through your 20s, 30s, into your 40s. And by the time you get to your 40s, 50s, 60s, it gets to the point where it's like you failed with so many diets that you can't even get yourself started on anything anymore, you know? Um, and then, then you're just stuck. And I don't know. And it's because you're only thinking about doing a diet, though. You know what I mean? They're only thinking about the diet. And so once you learn how to transform your mindset, the process becomes more like like maybe learning an instrument or a language. I'm not saying that's easy, but it's a, you know what to do, right? It's a systematic process you would do. And if you wanted to play the piano, you wouldn't start playing 10 hours a day the first day so you could learn it really quick. You would systematically practice in a way where you would gradually develop skill, you know, and ability. But when it comes to weight loss, you're starting day one like you're perfect, cutting 50, 60% of your calories, and then you're gonna carry it out. And that's never gonna work. It doesn't work in any other area of your life. What other area of your life, you're just gonna be perfect on day one. You know, and you would never expect to, you, you can't even, I bet you couldn't even name me another area of your life. You're just gonna be perfect on day one. You know, it's weird, but again, it, and again, I'm not blaming you. I want you to understand that, but it, it's that diet mindset, you know, it's a diet mindset. Um, so, you know, where can I sign up for your services? Yeah, go, go to my, um, my bio and, uh, click that link and go get that session that I give you. Right, because that's again to let you experience hypnosis. It's not going to transform your body. Like, like there's there's no hypnosis session in the world that's going to just like you're going to listen to it and, and end up a different person. Okay, I want to make that clear. But what it does is it lets you experience hypnosis, so you can relax, you can calm yourself down, and you put all this good stuff in your head, and it has a residual effect. And so you get to experience what subconscious programming feels like 
because that's what we're doing. It's not hypnosis like where you're going to some magical state where all of a sudden you're a different person. You're aware of what I'm saying. It's very much like watching TV with your eyes closed is what hypnosis feels like. But the process is me programming your subconscious mind so you can think and feel and imagine positive stuff about your body, which you never do, and it's going to have a residual effect. So the next couple of days, you're going to see yourself naturally making healthier choices, eating less, doing all the stuff that helps you lose weight. And then once you get the session, it takes a minute to send it to you. Then there's a training, three steps to master your weight. Watch that training. And if you can watch that training, right? It's about 30 minutes. If you can watch that, then I'll tell you all about my program. And you should watch it and get it. If you're serious, you'll watch the training and you'll get in the program. That's how people get in my program. And I set it up this way to qualify people because, you know, it's like you have to be an action taker. You have to be someone, you know, up in your head thinking. And, and again, it either resonates with you or it doesn't. But what you would have to do is go listen to that session or sign up for it anyways. Watch the training. And then I'll tell you about my program. It's kick ass. Best weight mastery program you'll ever, ever see, I, I would believe. Harvey Hypnosis, how you doing? Yeah, out, out in, uh, I, I looked at your thing. Yeah, you're out in Australia, I believe, right? I wonder why our conscious mind prefers to indulge in unhealthy habits. Um, your conscious mind does not prefer to indulge in, un in, in unhealthy habits. It's your subconscious mind, okay? Your conscious mind wants you to eat well and do the right stuff, okay? But you're not a conscious creature. You're primarily a subconscious creature. Please understand that. That's the, that's the primary... That, that's what makes my approach different than everything else you're going to see is that everything you're doing to try and lose weight is all about the conscious mind. You think you're going to willpower yourself to a new body and you're not unless there's some extreme situation, you know, like maybe you got a reunion coming up or a wedding coming up or something that's really, really motivating to you. Absent that, you're not going to willpower yourself to a new body. OK, you need to subconsciously program yourself to do the things that are going to give you your body. That's that's simple as that. Thank you for your free hypnosis session. What is the best way to use them? Um, I would listen to them, you know, I'd listen to them at night. Night's a good time to listen to them. doesn't really matter though. So anytime you get a few minutes, listen to the session, listen to it a couple days in a row and you'll feel it. You'll feel the difference. But again, it's not, it's not going to change you. I just want to be clear about that. No, don't ever buy a hypnosis program to lose weight, please. Because it'll work for a little while and then it'll stop working. I, I hate to tell you that you got to, but that's been my experience. And I've worked with, I've done over 5,000 private ways. I've been doing this for 20 years. And so it's really about being able to do it yourself. Okay. So my program, I, I show you a, a hypnotic programming technique. It takes a minute. You do it at night. You program yourself, you fix the day, and then you rehearse and pre prepare yourself for tomorrow to be successful. There's a blueprint. I have a workbook. You go through that workbook and you create your own customized mindset plan, lifestyle plan, eating plan, so that you can live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot. And then every day for eight weeks, there are hypnosis sessions you get in the morning, five minutes, start your day with them. And then at night, there's a sleep gnosis session, it's an hour, uh, 10 minutes, and you listen to that before you go to bed and it programs your mind so you start thinking differently. And then I have coaching calls two days a week to really help you reinforce this stuff and get through the program in the best way possible. I'm two days free of binging after doing it every night in like six months, thanks to your videos. Hey, great. That's awesome. Yeah. And when you watch the videos, the reason that's working is because it's reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's making you think different. It's transforming your mindset. That's the secret, right? Oh, okay. Long Ranger said, whoops, meant subconscious. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. Should I weigh my food? Uh, you know, listen, my golden rule of weight mastery is that there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. So I would never tell you like that's yes or no. It depends on you and your situation. Okay. My, my program is like kind of diet agnostic. I work with people that are doing carnivore and keto and people that are vegetarian and vegan. You know, it, I want to just help you do what you want to do and what works for you. This gets to the point that the diets are just following some person's, some stranger's plan, right? It's the weirdest thing ever. You know, <laughs> if I told you, oh, listen to this music, this music better for you in your life. Dress like this. Watch this type of movie. You're like, what? No, I'm a human being. I got opinions and, and attitudes. Yeah, but you're going to take someone's meal plan? You know what I mean? Just follow that for the rest of your life? No, you're not. You know? So you got to come up with your own plan, first of all. Weigh your food uh, if you want to. You know, I would never weigh my food. I'm way too impatient and lazy. So I don't mind weighing food as a calibration technique. Okay. So to say like, you know, oh, I think this is a serving and I don't know. So I, I suggest weighing the food for a week or so just to calibrate yourself to see like what you thought and what actually is. Cause I find a lot of people are way underestimating, you know, but weigh your food forever. What a fucking nightmare. You know, I can't even imagine do, doing that forever, but that's me. I know some people that love weighing their food every single day. So great. You know what I mean? You optimize amount. Imagine this. Imagine mastering your weight based on a plan built for you. What a crazy concept, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my program. That's what I said. Those weight mastery blueprints are you filling out the plan based on who you are. That Guess what? That happens then. Then it's easier to follow. Can you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe a weight loss plan that's built around you, your preferences, your likes, your genetics, what you want to do? Guess what? It's way easier to follow it. That's a valuable part of the process. You know, no one even thinks about that. It makes me crazy. Um, I can't lose any weight without weighing my food, but it's a bit stress as well. Well, you know, I would say that's a, that's a, that's a limiting belief. You know, I believe, um, cause, cause that doesn't make any sense necessarily, you know? And so if you, if it makes you stressed out and you don't like doing it, I would find better ways to, I don't know. I, I just, that whole weighing your food, I, to me, there's like different ways to weigh your food. You know what I mean? Like there's weighing with an actual scale and every single time. And I think that, I don't know. I don't want to say you can eyeball it, but you start to get used to like, what's a serving size? What What is that? You know? And so I eat the same amount of food every day. And, but I have it kind of structured out in a certain way. I'm not measuring it, but it's, I don't know. I, I just, if you hate measuring it, I would find better ways to do it. And, um, you know, again, it's up to each person, I suppose. But yeah, you're in a real pickle here, right? It's like you feel like you got to weigh your food, but you don't like weighing it either. And um, that's a tough spot to be in, you know? So I would work on finding a solution to that if I were you. That's what I would suggest. But yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope that helps out. But again, it's about being solution-oriented. And you're never taught... You don't know any of this stuff because you're never taught this shit. The diets never teach you any mindset stuff. Oh, thank you for the rose. Appreciate that. Um, the diets never teach you any mindset stuff. This is why you have... Like, until you learn some mindset stuff, I don't even know what you're doing. Truly. I'm not trying to be a, dirt, a jerk over here. I just don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's... Again, it's not your fault. I mean, the diet's got all in your head, you know, the way you think about it. But it's... um. It's key that you start to change your mindset because it's the mindset is like the computer programming that makes the computer run the way it runs, if that makes sense. And so, you know, you can bang on the keys and make you want things to happen, but unless the programming is there, it's not going to happen. And then that's kind of what it's like for you with the weight loss, you know? And um, you never get this message because, you know, like all the diets, you can't even get away from the diets. They're just like, it's big business, you know? They don't want you to lose weight ironically, you know? And so that's why they, don't, they give you half a plan. The idea that you're just going to like, you know, be like me giving you like, oh, you want to learn piano? Oh, here's some sheet music. Well, what am I going to do with that? You know what I mean? Like there's no context to any of it. <laughs> you know, the chance of you learning that. Or it's like, oh, you want to learn Spanish? Oh, here's a Spanish to English dictionary. Here you go. Have fun. You're going to learn that. That's kind of like what the diet's like. That That's like a great metaphor, you know? It's like learning a language with a dictionary. Well, here you go. Just look all the words up. So it's right there. It's right there. I have no context though. I don't know. What am I doing? <laughs> you know? And that's what you feel like. If you're really honest with yourself, that's what you feel like. You have no idea what you're doing. You know, you have no way to motivate yourself. You have no sense of your self image. I just did a coaching call today. We just did one. And this is a woman. They She lost 20 pounds. And now it, it occurs to her. She goes, I don't even know. She She started getting close to her goal weight and she got half a pound under it. And then she freaked out, you know? And so, um, what? Cause you don't even like, you would never even imagine that's the case. You can see it. I, you know, if you go to my YouTube channel, um, if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see, I do like a couple coaching calls I did and I put up there. And one of them, the, the lady was 20 pounds down, similar situation, actually 20 pounds down for eight weeks. She'd been doing keto and intermittent fasting and she's 20 pounds down. And so you would think, right. You're, you're thinking in your head, Oh my God, she must been over the moon, 20 pounds to her goal. Great. Right. She's excited. Nope. She's nervous as shit. Cause it's getting harder and harder to stay on the plan. Yeah, right? So it's like, is that not what you've experienced? <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't that what you experience? You think you're not going to be like that next time? You know? It's like this idea that you just want to lose weight. Just like, well, what are you going to do when you lose the weight? I don't know. I'll figure it out then. I just want to lose it. Well, that's what keeps getting you in the same problem. You know? That's why you keep literally repeating the exact same experience over and over. Is it ever any different? You know? It's not. And it's because your mindset's never different. It's always the same mindset. Always the same result. You know, same programming, same result. My stepdaughter is obese, but everything I read says she knows she's heavy. Don't approach her about it. Yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, but let, let me describe this in terms of yourself. Is that right now, the way the way the dieting mindset's set up, mindset-wise, subconsciously, is it's like this kind of critical parent voice trying to, 
you got to lose weight. Stop, start losing weight. You, you think about yourself in two different ways. Um, you have your like almost like a child part of you that wants to lose weight, wants to do better, right? W wants to improve your, your health and your weight and all the good stuff that comes with it. And you try to do better, right? You, you get a day, two days where you eat better, make better choices. And then you make a little mistake. And what do you say to yourself in your head? Yeah, that voice. Goes, oh my God, what did you do? You look at you, you suck. I knew you weren't going to do it. You never do this. this is, once again, you failed again. Blah, 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 and it beats you right down, right? And so there's no point. Yeah, she knows she's having, you need to approach her about it because she's already beating herself up in her head about it. And so if you even bring it up at all, it just activates that conversation in her mind. But it activates the conversation in your mind. <laughs> Never mind your, your your stepdaughter. And I know you want to help her and stuff. I'm talking to other people here, but it's um that's what's going on in your own mind. Is it's so confrontational. And what happens is people articulate their weight loss goal and, and experience, and it's a very it's it's like they are forced to do it. Right. So I have to lose weight. I need to lose weight. No, you don't. And as long as you keep talking like that, the perception is that there's some part of you forcing yourself another part of yourself to lose weight. And so when that happens, it's like you've lost your autonomy. Does it not feel like this, folks? <laughs> when you're trying to lose weight, does it not feel like there's two parts of you fighting against each other? It was like, oh, I'm rebellious. The rebellious part comes up. Yeah, because the rebellious part feels like it's being forced to do something by this other critical part. You know, it, and it's, I know it feels like that to you. <laughs> For me, weight loss is fun. I love it. I enjoy it. It's the greatest part of my life. I love eating well. I love doing all the healthy stuff to keep myself in my goal weight. And this is what I do with my clients. How do you make weight loss fun? How do you make it easy? That's the question you're never asking. <laughs> and so you're never getting an answer to. How do you make it fun? You know, so, so for you with a stepdaughter, I would start to be a role model. I don't talk to anyone I know about weight. I'm a role model. If they're interested, they can talk to me, but I'm happy to. But I lead by example. If they want it, they can come to me and ask me. I'll, if I have to bring it up to them, right off the bat, it's framed, forget it, forget it. Never going to work. Never going to work. So we just sit by and not say anything when a loved one gains 100 plus pounds. Um, yeah, I would say nothing. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'd say. What would you say? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I would try to be encouraging my own little way, very subtle way. I would not want to bring it up because I think it creates a weirdness, but that's me. You know what I mean? Again, hey, however many billion people on the world, you know, everyone do something a little different. But um, yeah, if someone's putting on a hundred pounds, yeah, how do you, how do you bring that up? You know, we, oh, you know, it looks like you put some weight on lately. You know, we want to talk about your weight. You're interested in, you put a diet pamphlet or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Time management is the key. All right, sure. It can stress them more. It can stress them more. I, I just, I would rather, I, I mean, I'll just tell you how I am. And I got, I'm not saying, I don't have all the answers, but it's like, I would rather be a passive. I always say, I'll give you an example. I remember like my mom and my brother were both smokers at certain times and everything. And they would always bust each other's chops because they would always seem to quit smoking. <laughs> oh, thanks for the pepper. Um, they would always like quit smoking alternately, right? And when, as soon as one of them stopped, they would, oh my God, they would go on the other. You got to stop smoking. It's going to kill you. And then they'd start smoking and be real quiet about it. And then the other one would stop it. You got to stop smoking. And I'd just be sitting on the side, like whatever you guys are going to do what you want to do. You know, you, you know what I do for work. You know what I mean? If you want to talk about it, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. And I'd have conversations with both of them um, that were just open and honest. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to change them. What do you want to do? What do you... So that's how I would go about it. You know? Yeah, I don't agree, especially when it's your kids. Yeah, when it's your kids, it's a little bit different, I suppose, you know, but even the way you talk about it, I will say this. Let me let me put it this way. I'll, I'll give you an NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, presupposition that I live by, is that the meaning of your communication is the response that you get. And so what that means is when you say you want to bring it up to them in some way and you bring it up, however you end up bringing it up, what's the response that you get? If they're like, Mom, thank you so much. I've been wanting to talk about this and I really need help. I'm not sure what to do. Please help me out. Then great job. Okay, Th that worked perfectly. If they come back and shut down or get upset with you and don't want to talk anymore about it, then the next time that you want to bring it up, I would do it in a different way somehow. So I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm some heartless person who doesn't care. I just take a more passive approach. But again, that's just one approach, you know? But I would say, what I would say is very good advice is to recognize what response you get, you know, because different things trigger different people. And what's the outcome you're looking for? I know you want to help them, you know? But just notice, you know, bring it up however you want to bring it up, but notice the response you get. And then if, if the response is what you want, 
great. If it's not the response you want, alter how you're doing it. Because a lot of times people get locked into it. That's because my mom and my brother I was talking about. Yeah. She left her college on three pounds. What, she's almost 235 now? What is the root? Yeah, someone says, what's the root? That's that's what I'd be more looking for too, to be honest, you know? Yeah, six years later, gained 100 plus pounds. I get that. I, I, I get that. Um, that's challenging. I, 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 what, what the other person was saying, and I always look at it this way, you know, now you even understand, like, I'm as, I'm as non-judgmental. I'm completely non-judgmental with the weight. Like I, I, when I see someone who's struggling with the weight, I always know they don't want to be overweight. And I, and I know they know about the weight as well. Right. So when I look at someone like that and I get people like all the time, where obese people come to me all the time. And so believe me, she knows that she's put this weight on. I'm going to assume, you know, um, and she's aware of it. And I also know she doesn't want that to be the case. And so this brings us back to my core focus on weight loss is that we have a conscious mind that knows what we should do. And we have a subconscious mind that's actually running it. Yeah. Super smart, good kid, just stressed with studies, but world will judge her upon graduating. It will judge her, you know? So I would suggest, I mean, this is, again, I'm just coming at it with my, because again, you're asking, I just want to give you my perspective on it. You obviously, you make the one you, you know is right. You have way more context. Um, I'm sure she's stressed and I'm sure she feels judged now, you know, especially it's one thing if you're overweight your whole life, if you're at, at a normal weight and then you put a bunch of weight on, you're, I'm assuming she's very aware she's put the weight on. If you could answer that, I, that would be helpful. Um, yeah. And I want to answer that question that just came up. Um, yeah, she's aware. She's very aware. So to me, it's like, I look at, so, so as, as a hypnotherapist, I look at when people come to me, we have a term called presenting problem. So somebody say, Oh, I, I put 50 pounds on this last two years. Okay. So I hear that. And that's the presenting problem. That's not the real problem. Something triggered that weight gain. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, so for her, everything was fine. And then all the stress of school, now she put this weight on and we don't know if something else happened either. That's, that's an extreme amount of weight. That seems like more weight than just stress would have done, but I don't know. Let's just say it's stress. Regardless, there's some deeper reason why that happened. She's well aware she put the weight on. Right. And so what we want to do is we want to be, I, I, I like to be super non-judgmental because I feel like it's almost like I'm, a, I'm getting a dog, a rescue dog in a couple of days. And we've been watching rescue dog videos. And it's like, when you find them on the street, they're on the street, they're so skittish and everything. Right. And it's like, even about food for them, they're just still nervous about it. That's how I think of people like on the inside. And so it's like, we got that presenting problem, which is 50 pounds. And then there's all these fucking people like the, and not Jillian Michaels is fine, but, but it's like, so not saying anything's wrong. No, no, I got, I got you. Um, and so sometimes like with the weight loss, we have like that tough love thing. So I'm all of a sudden, no, you got to pull together. You got to stop eating so much. We think like, cause that's how we do in our own head. That's what people are doing in their own head is they got that critical voice trying to beat themselves into doing the right things. And so sometimes I think that it's, it's not taking that approach is what I do anyways. And I say, listen, I know you want to lose weight. And I know there's something that's kind of preventing you from doing it. Stress is a huge one, a huge one, because people don't have the ability to deal with stress in a genuine way. So they turn to food, you know, so stress is a common reason why people are overeating and putting weight on. But regardless of what it is, I'm always looking at weight as the presenting problem. I'm looking for the deeper one, you know, and so, um, you know, anyways, so, so knowing that I treat them very, I treat them like that, that dog that's, that's scared, you know, because I know that little part is scared to come out. You know, that's how I think of it anyways. And so I want to make them feel as safe, as productive as possible. And I feel like the, the less I bring it up and the more kind of calm I am, and I never mention other people's weight. And I'm just very clear about that. The more likely I kind of bring it up to me. And, and I have experience with that. Now I do what I do, but it's like sometimes when, it, when everything's kind of calm and cool and whatever, and I'm not bringing it up, then they'll be like, Oh, Hey Jim, can I just ask a couple of questions about something? Yeah. Great. And I, I, Again, I know we want to help people, but it's almost like you have to be strategic with it. And so if you're super open and non-judgmental and just like there for them, and sometimes just being there for them is just quietly there for them, then a lot of times they'll, they'll come out. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. You know, take, take it where it is. Um, so many people with different advice, it has become confusing. I want to talk to that for a second because that is so true with the weight loss. And that is intentional. The... The situation we're in with food is very similar to the situation we're in with cigarettes back in the 60s, where the studies were starting to come out that they were causing lung cancer and no one really knew about it. They flooded the zone, different studies. Oh, no, it's fine. That's bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. That's where we're at with food. 
it's like you don't know what to do. So there's no there's no context with how you should eat to lose weight. Okay. And so it's not confusing, but it seems confusing. So how do you want to eat to lose weight? You want to eat naturally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Way too many people selling quick fixes. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much money to be made. And so a lot of the diets are just pushed by big food companies, right? Weight Watchers is owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Uh, Slim Fast was owned by the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's. Uh, the company that owns Akin Food Products, the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. <laughs> These companies don't want you to stop eating their shitty food. They want you to crazy restrict your calories so that you ultimately eat more calories. Okay? It's called the counter-regulatory effect, the what-the-hell effect. Look it up. It's fascinating stuff. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of confusion because it's intentional. Because a confused mind is a stuck mind. And so you have to simplify it. It doesn't... It, 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 I, I don't want to sound like... Um, what's the word? I'm thinking of a word. I'm blanking on it. It's a C word. Condescending. I don't want to seem condescending when I say this because I'm at such a different point now than where I started, where I was just as confused. Um, but but it ultimately comes down to this. You want to eat more natural foods. Okay. Um, you want to eat more plant-based foods. I've just made a video. I haven't put it out yet. I'm just about to edit it. But it's about a plant-based diet is going to be the most satisfying diet for you. Now, you can still eat meat. Okay. But I'm talking about the foundation of your eating to be plant-based. That's what's going to satisfy you more, okay? And help you lose weight. Because you right now, you're always hungry, aren't you? Are you hungry all the time? <laughs> it's hard to, hard to lose weight. Yeah, fish. I like fish. I eat fish. I'm a pescatarian, me. Um, and I eat limited fish, you know, but I do eat fish. Um, but I'm a plant-based, you know, I'm basically a vegetarian, you know, but I eat like clams once a week and fish once a week, once every other week, you know, in that ball, ballpark. Would this include soy? Yeah, I'll eat soy sometimes, you know. Um, it's not my favorite because I don't like a lot of processed foods, okay? So I just made this video of the 10 foods I eat to keep myself thin. Yeah, my problem would be the carbs. Yeah, everyone's, the number one source of calories for adult Americans is baked goods, you know? The biggest problem in America, yeah, salmon I do, that's what the fish I eat. I eat salmon, sockeye salmon, not farm salmon. I wouldn't eat that. Um, I'll eat white fish like, like haddock. I'll eat sometimes once a month, twice a month. Um, I eat tuna, like a, a bit of tuna, like like once a month, twice a month, maybe, you know. Um, you know, I, I keep it sparse, but but mostly it's plant-based. Now, here's the thing. This is what I want to say real quick because this has been a new realization for me, relatively, is that, you know, if you think about like eating a plant-based diet in your mind, you're like, I'm going to be hungry all the time, you know. But I'm here to tell you, you think it's calories that are going to satisfy your hunger, but it's not. It's fiber. Fiber and micronutrients, which you get in spades with a plant-based diet. The biggest thing that's been stripped out of the American diet is fiber. Okay? Because fiber doesn't process well. And so fiber has been stripped out of it. And fiber was one of the core ingredients of the foods we ate for millions of years. And why? Is because fiber doesn't absorb into your body. It stays in your digestive tract. And it makes you feel full. I'll just put it that way. And this is why you always feel hungry because you're eating mostly powders, literally, right? So I said, well, the carbs are my problem. Stop thinking about carbs and stop calling them carbs because that, that oh man, the keto people that don't want to eat vegetables, I want to wring their neck. I mean, it's crazy to me. When you're, on a, a way, when you're on a meal plan where the vegetables might be bad, you got to slap yourself and wake yourself up, okay? When you're thinking, when you're in a mindset where you think vegetables are bad for you, you got to wake up, okay? And so- Notice that it's not the carbs, it's the friggin' powders. You should look at your day, your typical diet, and notice to yourself, what percentage of my food is a powder, sugar, flour? And you're going to be like, oh shit, 40%, 50%, right? You're going to be in trouble, right? It's like, you think of that powder, <laughs> you're screwed. It's not, there's no satiety. There's no satisfaction with powders, Listen, these powders of sugar and flour are just like cocaine. They're concentrated down to a powdered form because they're absorbed fast and they give you a rush. You get a spike of glucose. You get addicted to it, you know? And so it's like, that's where keto's right. Yeah, keto, because it's like, yeah, less less refined carbs. Yeah, you're going to do better because refined carbs, yeah, non-sure. Yeah, garbanzo beans are great. Because again, the closer you get to natural, you're pretty much always going to be okay. That's a generalization. There's always exceptions, but pretty much, you know, it's going to be, 
um, you're going to be good, you know, but, but here's the big ones. This is what I say in the video. There's two big reasons why you want a plant-based diet. Every single person on the planet should be a plant-based diet if you can get it. Okay. Because number one, you're going to meet, it's way easier to meet your micronutrient needs, right? Why are you hungry all the time? One of the key reasons is you're starving, literally micronutrient wise, you're starving if you're eating a processed food diet because you're not getting your micronutrients. What does your body do when you're not getting enough calories? It sends you a hunger signal because it says, let's eat and get those micronutrients in our body. But your body doesn't know, uh, I'm just surrounded by bullshit foods where there are no micronutrients. So you're getting the hunger signal and you're eating, but you're not getting those micronutrients. And so you're always hungry. Okay. That's one. Number two is these processed foods. If you eat a processed food diet, you're not getting enough fiber. And so it's like, it's the powder is just absorbing. It's just disappearing in your body. If I, you're getting a spike of glucose and a crash, and then you're hungry again. And you're on that roller coaster cycle. Good luck. I, I don't know how you're ever going to lose weight that way. You know, you're just always that endless hunger, right? It's that Western thing. You know, and then you have the sugar on top of it, which is triggering your brain and the dopamine and all the rest of it. It's like, you're never going to do it. It's just, it's all, if you do it, it's going to be a struggle and you'll be miserable, you know, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, okay. I'm going to start. I have trouble eating many veggies. Yeah, of course. I mean, and again, you, you know, that's what I mean. That's the mindset piece. So I could sit here and tell you what to eat all day long. That's why, I mean, I could give you a meal plan. I could show you what I eat and I could tell you that. It's like, it wouldn't matter. You're not going to do it. You know, to, to all of a sudden change your eating, like people minimize that. You think you're just going to change your eating because you decide tomorrow's Monday and you want to lose weight? I know that's what you think, but take a second right now and think about it. Has that worked for you? Would it ever? How can you just all of a sudden change who you are in one day and just be a different person starting tomorrow? And I mean different person. We're talking about eating. You're eating three to six times a day. You're, you're instantly going to change all your three to six times a day's eating bullshit you will for the morning and then maybe the lunch and then the afternoon's gonna come and you start feeling like i need some sugar i need some sugar i need something sweet i need something sweet oh god i'm a muffin a cookie what do you do then what are you gonna do then what do you usually do (laughs) that's a good clue and so until you start changing the way you think about vegetables about your body this is what happened to me like i was this i was 50 pounds heavier i was eating like shit thanks don (laughs) <laughs> that a cheesecake out of pumpkin pie. Um, I, I was 50 pounds heavier, and but never mind the weight. I was in a, a mindset of a, of a typical American. On top of that, I had the Greek heritage. It was all food, all shitty food. <laughs> that was good food. Like it, it was a lot of solid foods. I don't want to talk about that, but it was the standard American processed food diet, and it was Greek where everything's about food. And I was fucked. <laughs> like I just could not think about food in any healthy way. And um, it's crazy the journey I've come it's all mindset though. I think about the food so different. I just made a video on this. Your mindset's controlling your cravings. So yeah, I have trouble eating my veggies is because you think of veggies in a certain way. That's a big part of it. I have trouble not eating sugar. Yeah, because you think about sugar in a certain way. I have trouble not eating processed junk food. Yeah, because you think of that food in a way that causes cravings. And you're like, oh, that's a physical thing. No, it's not. Why don't you have, how do you think about cigarettes? If you're a non-smoker, you're not because you're fighting cravings all day. It's because the way you think about cigarettes, there are no cravings. You think they're either disgusting or you're just indifferent to them. And there are no cravings. You say, oh yeah, well that's because I don't smoke. I never smoked. That's why I'm craving. What do you think about people that were drug addicts that no longer are? What What's the difference? Tell me what the difference is. Same physiology, same brain structures, same traumas, same genetics. And they were a drug addict and now they're not. What changed? You can learn a lot studying people that stop using drugs. Chickpeas give me bloats. I don't like chanas. Well, I do. I love chanas. But I'll tell you one thing about the beans is um, when I started adding a lot more beans into my diet, I felt like someone poured cement into my intestines for about a week or two. And then my body got used to them. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to you, but I'm saying that's what happened to me. And I'm really glad I stuck with that because it was that feeling of my intestines filling up, you know, um, with fiber, which may sound gross, but that's what makes you feel full. It's a thing called the ileal break. And your ileal break's not activated because you're eating powders all day. It's just dissolved. You ever seen, I'm going to make the video on this, but um, you ever seen a video, they have a raccoon and he's in like a sink and they take like cotton candy and they put it there and like he goes to get it and then they put the water on and it just disappears. It's like, that's what you should imagine in your mind when you're eating all these powders. And you got to start, stop looking at like a bagel. Ah, it's chewy. Ah. No, it's not. It's just a bunch of powder. 
It's an illusion. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just an illusion, but it's just powder. And you start looking at everything that's made out of primarily wheat and sugar is you're just eating powder, 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 powder. It, what in nature we're just eating powder? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not natural. And that's why we're having troubles. I prefer veggies, but the whole protein push has me confused. Yeah, okay. Fuck that protein push. It, it's a, listen, you know how much money there is to be made with meat? They over push the protein. I'm telling you, this is a vegetarian for 30 years. They over, there's protein in everything and you make protein. So that, that idea is, is oversold. So that's all I'll tell you to that one. I'm not a nutrition or dietitian. So take it or leave what I'm saying. I love veggies. Great. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Life change. Yep. Your day meals. I eat two meals a day. Okay, great. That's a good one. I do eat one dessert a day. Yeah, I mean, that's great if that's how you do it. Are these videos on TikTok? Um, some of them are. I'm working on two of them right now. I'm going to put them up in a little while. Um, lentils are a great way to start. Yep, they're they're definitely more... That's kind of like a nice transitional one. They're, they're a little more mild than black beans or, or gramadlo beans. I love kidney beans, though. Super. Ideally, let lentils soak for four hours. Yep, yep. Do you eat cheese? Um, a little bit. Yeah, the dairy thing, you know? No, thank you. I don't want to put a lot of dairy in my body, you know? There's another one. I, I can't remember the numbers. I should get this one specific. Um, but... The, the cheese consumption in America is bonkers, you know? You got to understand, it's like the food pyramid, right? It's like, we all know this now, I think, that the food pyramid wasn't made by dietitians. It was made by the Department of Agriculture because they got a whole lot of grain. Grain's cheap to make, and so let's put it in there, right? And so it's the same thing with the, the dairy thing. That's a bunch of bullshit. Listen, we're human beings, let, let me bring you back to, let me bring you back in time. Come on back with me into a time machine. Let's imagine you're the first person who looks at a cow and says you want to drink its milk. How are you going to explain that to your tribe mates? Who did that? <laughs> right? You like milk so much? You love cow milk? How about I give you some dog milk? You want some of that? Oh, that's gross? Okay. What about some uh, cat milk? You want some cat milk? You like cats? Rabbit milk? Do rabbits make milk? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's right. That's kind of gross. I'll, those are weird animals though, right? Cows and cows. I'll give you some human milk. You want some human milk? Would that be better? Is that more appealing to you? <laughs> Talk about hypnosis, right? Get this milk shit out of your mind. Now, I, I eat cheese sometimes. You know what I mean? So I'm joking about this, but I, it's it's rare. I don't want to put that shit in my body all the time. It's, it's weird. Are you a baby cow? <laughs> Right? I mean, sometimes I got to go back to the, the core and just look at things. Never mind the science. Take your science and get out of here. Okay. Let me just think about the first person went up to a cow and started milking it and then drank it. And let me think about all the tribe mates looking at him or her and saying, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> right? It's funny though, right? But even the human milk, you don't want no human milk. That's, that's your own species. Right? Why? Why don't you want it? Don't you want some calcium? <laughs> right it's all marketing it's just like i'm joking with you but it's not it's not your fault in the sense because we're all just friggin' victims of this never mind never ending you know what i mean never ending marketing bullshit that's confusing us it sends off direction so i try and just send you you know what, what's this the minimum viable option here what do we eat for millions of years we ate plant-based materials and animals fine you want to eat animals go ahead you know yeah, coconut milk. I drink coconut milk sometimes. I love like um, like young coconuts. I'm a huge fan. Oat milk, again, hugely processed. You know, I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, nut milks, I'll drink them sometimes. I don't want that to be the core of what I'm eating. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, like that's kind of how I think about it. But but hey, listen, remember too, like I'm, I'm 30 years into the process. Do you understand? So it's like if I've been playing piano for 30 years and you just want to learn the piano, it's like you watch me do it. You're not going to do that stuff necessarily, you know? But I just want to put in your, your mind, because what I'm, what I'm speaking to is how do you make decisions? How, how do you move forward in a world where you're, it's so much confusing, contradictory stuff? How, how do you move forward in that, right? And so what I'm trying to tell you is that you, you need to have a core sense of what's good for me, you know? And so I think you can't go wrong with, plant-based foods that are natural the more natural it gets out of nature tend to be going to be better now again there's always exceptions to this you know and people have different physical situations so don't just obviously take what i'm saying you have to reflect about what your situation is but it's like the more you move away from processed foods shit that comes in a box or a bag you know with all the ingredients on the side and you can't pronounce any of them the further you get away from that to things that are in the produce section you know the better off you're going to be I think it's that simple. 
Alcohol, yeah, alcohol. I drink alcohol, but um, I drink about it. I drink it rarely. To and to be honest, I think of alcohol, sugar, processed foods. I think of them all very similarly, you know. And um, I think that I do. I use them. I moderate them, you know. And and I think that's a unique place to be. I think to to master your weight at this point in time, it's like it's a managed addiction. You know what I mean? Because it is one of the, it's the, it's the hard addiction because all the other ones, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, you stop and you stop, you're done with them. You know, with food, you're always interacting with it. So it's a challenge. So here I'm on one hand telling you, oh, sugar is like cocaine. On the other hand, I give my kids eat sugar. I let them eat sugar. That's a weird place to be cognitive dissonance, but that's where you have to get somewhat comfortable that gray area. You know, if you really want to be happy, because I don't want to never eat sugar. I like eating sugar sometimes. But again, I eat sugar like I'm drinking. I drink alcohol in a very moderated way. I only drink it on Friday and Saturday nights, occasionally a Thursday night, you know. But I and, I, and when I drink it, I only drink a two, three beers at the most, maybe four, actually, like on a Friday, you know. But it's like it's never more than that. And I drink it in a certain way. And I used to, so it's, it's very regulated, moderated. I'm careful with it. And so I'm the same way with sugar and I'm the same way with processed food. You know, so I suggest you do the same thing. It's going to serve you better because those things are not natural. And so, um, you know, you got to look at them a certain way. Yeah, it's a balance. Exactly. And, you know, to get back to the point that in my program, it's about like your goal weight, right? We'll kind of bring it back to this. It's, it's your goal weight should be the weight that gives you the best quality of life. You know, so often people pick a goal weight just based on some arbitrary number. Oh, I weighed down when I was 18. That's when I weighed when I was married and whatever. And they just pick that number. But you need to pick a weight that gives you the best quality of life because your weight doesn't live in a vacuum. You've got to live a certain lifestyle in order to live that weight. And a lot of times people live, pick a weight that they're never willing to live that lifestyle or eat that way. And so it's right away they're setting themselves up for failure. Pick a weight that you're willing to live that way. Okay. And that's, that's part of that too. So it's all about balance and all about who do I want to be? How do I want to live? You know, and it starts to feel congruent and that makes the whole process easier as you move forward through it. I need to drop 40 kilograms and I have to change my mindset. Hypnotherapy. I'm going to get help. Yeah. Great. Go look at my program. I mean, I've got the best hypnosis program on the planet. There is no question about it. When you finish my program, you've listened to a hundred hypnosis sessions over eight weeks, you know, um, or at least you have access to every day. There's a five minute session. It's strategic. My program, someone put it the other day, one of my clients was like, this is the most practical approach to mastering your weight in the world. It's, it's not theory. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So I know exactly what it takes for you to get from where you're at now to become thin, not just lose weight. So like, again, I need to drop 40 kilograms. Everyone's fixated on the losing weight part. And I'm telling you, that's the first thing you've got to change. If you want to change your mindset, you have to stop thinking about losing weight and you have to start saying, I want to get to my goal weight and live the rest of my life there on near autopilot. You should write that down and look at it every day because that's what you actually want. And just focusing on weight loss is... 15 times of fucked up. You're never going to do it just focusing on losing weight. I promise you. I need a life change. Yeah, well, if you need a life change, <laughs> then you need my program because you need a real commitment. You can't just do some diet by yourself or you get a book and look at a diet. Okay, well, what do you do when you get sad? What do you do when you get cravings? What do you do when you screw up? Who's there to help you? I always say like, People approach, you know, like Coursera, right? It's that, that website we can go, you take like Stanford classes, Harvard classes, like, you take like all the same classes that a person pay 500 grand for, you could take for free. But think about the difference in experience between going to Coursera and trying to do that by yourself and then enrolling in college where you have a specific structure you're going through, you've got support, you've got a plan you're following and an outcome you're aiming at, and you've got support the whole way. That's the key part of the process. And so if you need a life change, then you're probably going to need to make more of a commitment than Sunday night saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do it. That's not a commitment. Do you understand? You know, sometimes you got to get some skin in the game and really like commit to this for real. Like my program, imagine for the next eight weeks, every Tuesday and Thursday, we meet up and I work with you to help you through your challenges. <laughs> every morning you wake up, there's a five minute hypnosis session to set you up right. Every night you go to bed, there's a 10 minute sleep gnosis session to listen to so you go to sleep. And you, all that good shit in your head. You fill out your own weight mastery blueprint so you know exactly what to do to live at your goal weight. It's customized around you. You know, I don't know. It's like, you don't even know. There's, I don't know. I've been around for a while. Maybe there is, but 
I never heard, I never heard any program like this. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, you know, and it's all set up for you to live at your goal weight, not just to lose some weight. You've got to make that distinction. Go, oh, if you don't get me now, you'll get me on the way back. Cause what do I always hear? Oh, I lost the weight. I put it back on. That's what everyone does because no one's preparing to live at their goal weight. They just think they're going to figure it out once they get there. I'm telling you, you're not, I'm telling you right now. You remember when you put it back on, I want you to remember me. I'll still be around. Then you get my program then, but you might as well shortcut the whole process. <laughs> Why well, wait another year or two and fucking lose the weight and then put it back on and then oh, okay, now I'm here. Vision board, help me. I will write what you just said. Yeah, try a vision board. Yeah. Yep, there's all kinds of tactics and techniques. So I wish you all the best. But at least remember that there's more to it than just... It's like me, right? It's like, say, I want to play the piano. And he says, say, I'm going to make, I'm going to play the piano. I'm committing to it, right? But that's not a commitment. Do you understand? The commitment doesn't start until I make a plan. Understand that, okay? And it really doesn't start until I make a plan outside of myself. That's another story. Um, because again, when we're on our own, we tend to follow the same pattern. I mean, you know this. <laughs> All right, I gotta get out of here, guys. But listen, go go at least, let's get that session and, uh, you know, Go get that hypnosis session I'm giving you for free and go listen to it and get to experience what hypnosis feels like. And uh, yeah, like right on the board and see it every morning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go go sign up for that hypnosis session and then watch the training. The training is the key part, all right? And then if you're serious, like really serious, go and join the program <laughs> you're welcome let me know if you have questions about that but let's do this all right your words are powerful thank you i'm glad you guys appreciate it. you guys are a fun group i appreciate y'all tonight as a good 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 group all right but go get that get my world all right see you later everyone have a great day bye